Welcome back to the Magna Vita Show. I'm Alex Olson, and every week we listen to hours of the best podcasts about personal and professional growth so that you don't have to. We present the best practices and principles empowering us to build a great life. Last week, we talked about the importance of relationships and becoming creative. The best podcasts from week 24 talked about courage and the good life. For the bonus for this episode, wanted to share a little bit about Father's Day. I hope you had a great Father's Day and were able to reach out and talk with your father. But I also want to recognize that this day is probably really hard for a lot of people, whether they've lost their dad or they maybe never had the dad that they could look up to for love and support. I was recently coaching someone in the Air Force and and they were talking about how they were struggling because they didn't have that example of a strong father and how they didn't feel like they could be a strong dad for their kids. And something that I recommended to him is the book by Malcolm Gladwell called David and Goliath. And I won't go into all the details, but it's an incredible book and he talks about how David's weaknesses were actually his strengths. And so what I emphasize with this person is that that potential weakness of not having the perfect family can actually be a strength, that he knows what it's like to not have a strong father. And those hard times can fuel him to break that cycle and to be there for his kids. But for myself, I just want to recognize how grateful I am and how blessed I feel to have the dad that I do. And growing up, he taught me so much, it's hard to put into words how much I look up to him. But I just want to share three principles that he was really helped me with. The first is he's taught me how to work hard, but play harder. I don't know anybody that works harder. I always remember him being outside, working on stuff. I remember him working all night with his job and then coming home and immediately getting his snowmobiles ready to go and going out and playing for the whole day. He also taught me to always be positive. I remember him driving me across the country and being so happy to do it. And most importantly, he taught me how to love my family. So dad, I love you so much and thank you for that example. This week, we listened to more than 20 podcasts and we've got the three best ones to share with you. So the first one comes from The Art of Manliness And this week they interviewed Edith Hall, and she is a professor at King's College London. She also wrote a book called Aristotle's Way, How Ancient Wisdom Can Change Your Life. So this podcast is all about, this podcast episode was all about how to live the good life. And I love this idea because it's where we get the name for this podcast from. Magna Vita is Latin for great life. And the reason I love it so much is because I think it's so important to take a step back to get away from all the distractions and all the busyness in our life and to really think about what is a great life for us. And I love that Aristotle thought about how to live the good life. And he shows us that we can study how to be happy and we can think about our weaknesses and our strengths and we can create a great life for ourselves and we can help others to do the same. Edith talked about how Aristotle said, 
and this was actually from Brett McKay, the, the head of the art of manliness. He said that Aristotle has mentioned how happiness is flourishing, but it's a lifetime project that takes commitment. And Edith made a great point that Aristotle's idea of happiness relied on community and relationships. It also meant that we had to try to work to find our purpose and to do that, we wanted to try to help other people. And the best way she said to do that was to identify what we're good at. She said, you'll never be fully happy if you don't identify what you're good at and work to become as good as possible. She said, happiness is fulfilling our potential. And what we're good at gives us the most pleasure and will help us to identify our purpose of how we can help other people. And the last part that they talked about is how a key part of living the good life is being virtuous. And I know that's a can be a big word and it can be lofty and seem overwhelming, but I really liked how they she said it's simple. Vir, being virtuous is just doing the right thing. And I really liked how she made the point that doing the right thing, it's actually in the long term what's best for us and those around us that it's doing what's morally right, but it will also benefit us because we'll have success, but we'll have confidence in who we are and we won't have to question if we're doing the right thing or going down the right path. The second podcast for this week is a new one. It's called Without Fail. They interview someone that's been really successful, but they also talk about the failures or the hard times that person has had to overcome. This week, they interviewed Gretchen Carlson. She's extremely impressive. When she was younger, she was a prodigy in the violin, but she decided that she didn't want that to be her whole life, and so she focused on school. She became the valedictorian, and then she went to Stanford. She was doing really well there, and then her mom somewhat pressured but more convinced her to go try Miss America and she ended up winning and I'll be honest as I was listening to this podcast I made the wrong assumption I thought that because of all these things that it was easy for her to get into the news which is she ended up becoming an anchor for the morning tv show Fox and Friends this was in 2016 before it became quite so political but it's one of the biggest shows in the nation, and she was extremely successful. And I, I honestly, I'm, I'm not proud to say this, but I thought, oh, that's just because she was Miss America. But she talked about how she had to work her way up the ladder, how she had to move to a bunch of different cities, and how she unfortunately had to put up with a lot of sexual assault. And so I don't normally talk about, we don't normally talk about such uh, difficult conversations but I think they're important to be had and I wanted to mention this past week the reason I'm thinking about it is in the Air Force I'm also a volunteer victim advocate so we help we try to help people who have been victims of sexual assault with the support that they need and then making sure they get the resources that they deserve and I was recently this past week I was helping someone and he's having a really tough time and the reason I bring it up is because I think it's important to recognize how big the problem is 
and that it affects both men and women. So for this individual, he's so anxious and stressed and really dealing with the trauma that comes after something like this that he can't even sleep at night. When he does, he grinds his teeth so hard that he recently fractured one of his tooth, one of his teeth. And um, yeah, sorry, it's hard to talk about, but I just wanted to bring this up because for Gretchen, it's I think it's easy to hear about the Me Too movement, but it's it's really powerful and hard to hear one person's story of going through it. And so for her, what was so sad is that she reached her dream of becoming an anchor on a major morning talk show. She had everything she wanted, but unfortunately sexual harassment and assault took away her dream. She was demoted because she wouldn't give in to what those horrible men wanted. And because of that, she filed a lawsuit against Roger Ailes. And this was a year and a half before the Me Too movement began. And I just want to highlight, I think it takes so much courage to be the first person to step up and to say this isn't okay and to draw that line and to say no more. Gretchen talked about how the decision to come forward was the most difficult thing she'd ever done in her life. How once she did, she was slandered and people said horrible things about her. But she said that as she was thinking about that decision, she said, if I didn't find the courage to jump off a cliff, then who would? And I love that example because she has been the example for countless people who have had the strength to come forward and to change this problem and to make it better. But what's interesting is in some ways she did it for other people, but she couldn't have done it without other people. She said that her strength in her hardest times was other people coming forward, reaching out to her and saying what a difference she had made for them. And so I know this is more serious and, and a different conversation than we normally have on here, but I just want to highlight her strength and her courage to come forward, how that inspired other people to do it, and how she really needed to rely on others for strength as well. The last podcast from this week comes from Beyond the Uniform. This is, we've covered it before, it's a military-focused podcast, but they focus on transitions and being successful, and I think that applies to all of us. This week, they interviewed Billy Hurley III. He went to the Naval Academy, and then he served in the Navy for five years, and since then, he's become the only person to do that and then join the PGA Tour. So he's a professional golfer. And there were some great themes and lessons that came out of this. Billy said, becoming really good at anything takes sacrifice, but the key is to find something that you enjoy sacrificing for. He talked about how it wasn't hard for him to always be golfing because he loved being out there and how it was a break for him from the Naval Academy and it was his peaceful place where he could go and focus on what he loved to do. But what was so interesting is that for five years while he was in the Navy, a lot of that time was spent on a boat or on a ship. And he said that he couldn't practice or play golf for a lot of his time in the Navy. But I loved his attitude. He, he didn't have regrets. He wasn't upset about that. 
Instead, he focused on what he could still work on, what he could control. And he said he could still work on becoming excellent and learning to be a hard worker. And the main lesson for me from this podcast was he said, whatever you are, be good at it. And to do that, he said he tries to do everything with a purpose. So he didn't spend a lot of time on Netflix or doing other stuff in school. He was just always golfing. But this was still really hard for him because the Navy for him was a five-year break while his peers were practicing and becoming better at golf, he was serving. But again, he learned important values while serving in the Navy. He talked about how he learned how to prioritize his time and to focus on what matters most. I really liked how he also found some unusual benefits that I wouldn't, wouldn't have thought of, but he was so positive and really grateful for his experience. He said that serving in the Navy helped him deal with the travel aspect of being on the PGA Tour. And so we've talked about how the main lesson from this podcast was the best thing that we can do is to do our best at whatever we're doing at the current moment. And doing that will open up other opportunities for us down the road. And there is a great example of that. I really like the email subscription. It's called The Hustle. And every Monday through Friday, they send out um, kind of a quick summary of what's going on in the business world. And then on Saturday, they'll send out more of a story type article. And this week, they sent out a story about Richard Montañez. It was an incredible story about courage and doing the best at what we're currently doing to open up other opportunities. So Richard, when he was in fourth grade, he dropped out of school to help his family with work. And then later on in his life, he was thrilled to become a janitor at Frito-Lay, the chip making company, because this was a pay increase and it also gave him healthcare benefits. And I loved, when he before he started, his grandfather, so this is, just going to go through and summarize what the hustle sent out this past Saturday. And so a lot of this is straight from them. And they talked about how his grandfather imparted a piece of advice that would always stick with him. He said, make sure that floor shines and let them know that a Montañez mopped it. And so he decided he was going to be the best janitor Frito-Lay had ever seen. And he quickly made his present known, presence known. He said, I realize there's no such thing as just a janitor when you believe you're going to be the best. In between shifts, he learned as much as he could about the company's products, spending time in the warehouse and watching the machines churn out crunchy snacks in the lonely midnight hours. After nearly a decade mopping floors, Montañez gathered the courage to ask one of the Frito-Lay salesmen if he could tag along and learn more about the process. While the salesman restocked inventory, Montañez made a fortuitous observation. I saw our products on the shelves and they were all plain. Lays, Fritos, Ruffles, he recalls. And right next to these chips happened to be a shelf of Mexican spices. In that moment, he realized that Frito-Lay had nothing spicy or hot. So Richard made his own spicy Cheetos and called the CEO of the whole company. He says, 
I was naive. I didn't know you weren't supposed to call the CEO. I didn't know the rules. Luckily, the CEO agreed to hear his presentation, but Richard couldn't read or write very well, but he wasn't about to give up. So he prepared his presentation with help from his wife, and then he made his own Cheetos and gave them to him, and the CEO agreed to test his spicy Cheetos in East Los Angeles. And I love that Richard, Richard still went out and kept working. He assembled a team and they bought every bag that they could find. And because of that, they took it to a national level. And you might have heard of Flaming Hot Cheetos because they've become a multi-billion dollar success that this one janitor started. Richard is now the vice president of multicultural sales at PepsiCo. He was successful because he was a great janitor and he had the courage to reach for more. In closing, I hope that these tactics and tools about courage and the good life help you or someone you know to build a great life this week. Just want to thank you for the reviews and sharing the podcast. It's exciting to see it and it really means so much to us. And I want to say thank you for being here. I know that we're all busy and we have a lot going on and it means a lot that you're here. As always, please let us know how we can become better and how we can help you out. So thank you so much and we'll see you next week. Thank you.